0: This episode is brought to you by Novilla Mattresses. Are you single, but planning on having another person in your bed now that the world is returning to normal? Well, to my knowledge, it is important that your bed isn't uncomfortable. However, you don't want to break the bank in the process of buying a new bed. That's why I sleep on a mattress made by Novilla meet their Bliss Organic Memory Foam Mattress. Perfect for those who want a cool, dry, undisturbed sleep throughout the night made with organic bamboo charcoal fiber, excellent motion isolation, cooling gel-infused memory foam, fits all bed frames, and reasonably priced between $179 and $369. Perfect for if you want an inexpensive mattress for you, your children, or even for your guest room using promo code shweezy or the link in our description you can save 10 on any purchase through novella directly again that's 10 off using promo code shweezy a reminder that when you use our links in promos you directly support this show what is going on my fellow schwoke lords what is up Welcome to yet another WAP, a wet-ass podcast. Welcome to yet another one of those. Today here on Cancel Sweezy. Cancel Shweezy, uh, the show for people who are stupid and they get offended by uh, the jokes I make on this joke show. Come on, Mark, don't be stingy. So, um, you know what the hell's going on and who I am and who I'm going to be. Welcome to the show today, folks. We have the best one we've ever made so far. Uh... Because I only make good podcasts, and I shake the camera, and I adjust the mic, and we do everything here. So, welcome to the show today. It is a good one, I guarantee you. Uh, that we do have a good one for you. Uh, what 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 type of guy would I be if I did not make a good podcast? Oh, uh, anyways, welcome to the show today. I uh, I do have a good one. Um, just want to you know want to set uh, always be plugging. Ride or Die Volume Two out now. Always. On uh, wherever you stream your music at, that's Spotify, that's Apple, that's Amazon, that's Tidal, that's Deezer. Uh, Wherever you get your shit uh, and listen to your music, I will be there. And I really like that. So don't be stingy. Come on, Mark, don't be stingy. Uh, And go stream that nonstop. Just five new songs I released about a month ago. Uh, Yeah, it has been a month, so uh, you don't want to be stingy with that. Uh, I did release it a month ago, and uh, you need to go check it out. Uh, but like I say, you go follow me on wherever you stream your music at. You can also follow me on social media. I did now finally change my TikTok username. So I am now at the shweezy everywhere, anywhere you get music or anywhere you're, uh, on social media, I will be there under at the shweezy. Uh, it's a great way to say thank you for being a friend. If you go and check that out, um, I, uh, make funny things and post funny pictures and do funny shit with myself. Uh it's it's a lot of fun folks. So uh definitely something you're gonna want to go check out there today and uh all that and more coming very, very soon. Um you can also check me out Thursdays and sometimes Mondays. I play video games over at Twitch, twitch.tv slash the Shwezy. Uh you can watch me play video games there. It's a lot of fun. Uh For me to play, and then you get to watch me get mad with my friends playing Fortnite and Pokemon and all that great stuff. So every Thursday, typically around 8 p.m., I usually post on Instagram when I'll go live if I do uh, open up with that. Um, But uh, always go follow me over on Twitch, but uh, Twitch has a thing called Subscribes, which is different from most places, where they're typically worth around $5 a month. However, if you do already have an Amazon Prime account, what you can do is connect the two, and you can go ahead and uh you know help daddy uh make a little financial make some money you know i like that um uh, you can also uh if you do want to financially support the show even further we do have our patreon page uh it's a great way uh just you know financially support me and everything i'm doing uh you know sponsors aren't doing it for you the patreon page can do it for you you know just just a great way uh yeah like you know Fuck with our sponsors. You know, that's a great way to support the show. Uh, but nevertheless, though, if you want to support the show for free, uh, best way to do that is just, you know, follow me on social media, subscribe, uh, wherever you subscribe. Uh, if you're on YouTube, we do have video. Uh, video, uh, like it. Like the video, comment on it, and all that shit. Uh, if you're listening to the audio, wherever you get your podcast, you can always leave a review, subscribe to it. That way you never miss an episode of anything I do, uh, great, like, yeah, social media and, uh, leave a review. You know, that, those are great ways to say thank you for being a friend. Travel down this road and back again. If your heart is true, you're a pal and a confidant. White people, white people. All right, so let's get into the news this week, previous week right now. Let's just get right into it, as Philip Franco would say. Previous week right now is the real news that the government is not, uh, willing to let you do. We do live in a police state here in America, and I, for one, uh, am bringing unfiltered uh, news to you the real news, uh, the news that they won't tell you on CNN or Fox News. So let's just see here. Look, it looks like this first one's from Metro West Daily News out in Norfolk, Virginia, I want to say. Folks, well, we're just gonna get right into it. I, I don't know what else I can say here. Um, police search for man accused of having sex with a horse in Norfolk. That's rough, buddy. Um, like I said, it's from Metro West Daily News. The owner of a Miller Street Horse Center has put out a warning to other horse farms to be on the lookout for a man who had sex with a horse at the facility on Thursday. The horse was uninjured, Turner uh, Hill Equestrian Stable owner Hillary Swar said Friday. This man is a sexual predator, she said. The unidentified man is seen on a security camera going into the stables at Turner Hill <laughs> Equestrian around 4.30 a.m. on Thursday. The man used grain to lure several horses out of their pens and succeeded with one. He was familiar with horses, said Norfolk Police Detective Samuel Webb. The way he was able to put the reins on the horses shows me he knew what he was doing. Suarez said the stables have multiple security cameras, but the man had unplugged all but one. An alarm sounded to an employee of Turner Hill who saw on a video feed what was happening. By the time anyone arrived, the man had left. Do you have someone break into your barn, pick out a horse like it's a lady lover... Pull her out and maneuver yourself in such a manner for self gratification is beyond me, said Soir. Uh, it, it's. Oh, uh, expl- <laughs> I didn't even. Uh, I'm going to assume. Expletive deleted is in parentheses in this article. It's. I'm going to assume. It's fucked up. Uh, The horse was medically checked and discovered to be healthy. Investigators conducted an exam similar to tests on human sexual assault victims to collect evidence, Webb said. Uh, Webb said he has sent an alert out to surrounding communities to see if they had any information or similar incidents. I was able to get some leads from that, said Webb. I have some things I'm going to check out. Swartz said she had installed a new security system that will prevent a repeat episode. Webb said the suspect, if caught, would likely be charged with sexual contact with an animal and trespassing and possibly other charges. Uh, anyone with information is asked to call the Norfolk Police Department at 508-528-3206. Now, I, you know, folks, I do this for you. I, 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 I do this for you. I apparently saw this and was like, I need to cover this uh, because this is the news. With well, that being said, folks, the the problem... Why is the obvious problem that I have is that it was 4.30 a.m. Um, so either he woke up early to do this or he stayed up late. And I'm under the impression he woke up early because I don't think... I don't know, folk. I don't know how to comment on a guy who fucks horses, uh, and also that—that's a good question uh, we all have uh, with having sex with animals. Here's a good question for all of us: animals can't necessarily give consent. Um, so is it morally okay to have sex with animals? Um. Yeah. Um you know and, and the fact and, and the saddest part about this is in the article uh, the, the the detective first of all the first the detective said he was familiar with horses meaning that he um he's probably done this before this is his fucking kink I don't know what's the what's the appeal of anim- having sex with animals I don't I don't know. Um Um also do you think Samuel Webb when he was growing up you you know he probably had dreams of becoming a detective because he wanted to do good on society and he he shows up for work one day, which seems to be the situation. Well, it looks like someone had sex with his horse, and I think that says a lot about what's going on here. This man had a dream and his dream became that. Uh about a man who fucks a horse. And that's all I have to say here today, folks. I y'all y'all you all have opinions on this. Um uh but when they catch that guy, congratulations. You played yourself. So uh yeah, folks, keep your if you're in the Norfolk area, please lock, keep your horses safe. I guess, I guess that's the, I guess that's the situation we have today. Uh, if you have a horse, keep it safe. Let's move on to the next one. Um, the real re- okay. This is from SVG. This is funny. Uh, the real reason pro smash brothers players are embarrassed by the new Nickelodeon game. Um, I'm a professional smash player. Don't check my credentials um just know i will i will whoop your ass if you want to play okay it's hard to imagine anyone's 2021 video game bingo card having square reading having a square reading smash bros but like nickelodeon characters instead on it but here we are. Yesterday, a reveal trailer for Nickelodeon All-Star Brawl had gamers excited, but scratching their heads, where had they seen the upcoming game's brand of bombastic melee action? before? the obvious answer is, of course, the Super Smash Bros. series of Nintendo-centric fighting games. However, the incredible resemblance isn't the main thing that has Smash Bros. professionals embarrassed by the new game. As reported by Dex... Dexerto, the developer behind Nickelodeon All-Star Brawl, have confirmed that Nick's Smash clone will support rollback netcode on certain platforms. Basically, that means that its online multiplayer matches will minimize lag and shoddy connectivity, a claim that Super Smash Bros. Ultimate cannot make. The online multiplayer component of Super Smash Bros. Ultimate has been plagued by issues since its launch, leaving many players disillusioned disillusioned by what they consider a set of broken or unpolished features now a few vocal professional smash players i have they i'm surprised they didn't interview me for this article players have taken to twitter to vent their frustration over the fact that all-star brawl is set to have better online functionality than nintendo's triple a fighting game uh, plenty of nintendo games have online multiplayer issues which can range from hacker problems to an inability to maintain a well-functioning server looking at you warzone On the other hand, it's pretty rare for a game as big and beloved as Super Smash Bros. Ultimate to go almost three years without any significant improvements to its online component. Dexerto reports that Ultimate creator Masahiro Sakura sakurai even showed interest in the idea of improving connectivity but ultimately did little about it suffice it to say the possibility of nickelodeon all-star brawl one upping smash brothers ultimate has the internet losing its collective mind in smash brothers pros are at the heart of the insanity on Twitter, uh, on Twitter, Canadian Smash Brothers Pro, Michael Riddles Kim wrote, I think the fact that an indie Nickelodeon-based fighting game has rollback in that one with worldwide famous video game icons and is a triple A title doesn't it pre-damn embarrassing. In a follow-up tweet, he added, One day we'll stop taking L's, followed by a sad faced emoji in the same thread, L for l Elf forced. Team, Li- Team Liquid's community tech coordinator theorized that All-Star Brawl might support rollback on all platforms, but the Switch, uh, meaning the online component of Smash Bros. Ultimate, might be a lackluster, as it is, because Switch just doesn't have the architecture to support it. Meanwhile, pro Smash players uh, Raymond Mr. R Dullshed uh, tweeted, the Nickelodeon platform fighter having rollback netcode has to be one of the most depressing things as a Nintendo or Smash fan. He joked, LOL, what a timeline we're in. While it it is a bit shocking that a huge IP like Nintendo's Super Smash Brothers is being upstaged by Nick's Smash clone, uh, only in time will tell how the game's online multiplayer functionality truly holds up when it drops this fall. So um i bet a lot of you are a little curious on uh what's going on so daddy is here to help you pretty bold of you little fucks to assume that i'm not god um so when they're talking about this net code if you're confused or not i know what they're talking about i've watched a single youtube video way long before this um whole debacle this is not just um a uh, I will not say this is not just super smash brothers there's a lot of nintendo games have this problem Okay. So meaning behind this net code is, so typically, uh, when you play an online game, uh, normally a normal online game, uh, what they'll do. Uh, and so like, I have, a I have like a hundred megabits per second internet connection. Um, most of my friends do too, but you know, then they have like, if you go to my parents and, uh, they don't know. So they have, Internet could be trash at times, uh, but sometimes it's good, sometimes it's bad. Um, but anyways, uh, with so say you have bad internet connection, but the rest of your team doesn't, uh, or the person you're fighting against doesn't. Um, typically, an, a good server idea, what they're talking about here, is that if you have a bad internet connection, you're going to be punished for it in, in a game. Uh, with how Super Smash Brothers does it, I know Mario Maker does it too, and a couple other Nintendo games have the same exact problem that, uh, if they, they kind of make the game play, uh, at the standard of the person with the slowest internet connections. So if the person, so like, you know, I said, I have like a hundred megabits per second. Good. I have a good internet connection, but say I'm playing with someone with like garbage internet connection and they lag, I'm going to lag too, which is not fair for me, uh, who, you know, has decent internet, but, it is what... It, that's that's the way it is, folks. <laughs> so that's why... And it's just embarrassing at this point. Like, Nintendo is not doing anything about it. So, like, they uh, narrow it down to whoever has the worst internet. And, like, people with good internet have to suffer through that. And it's yeah, it's, it's somewhat not... It's not the... It's not super fair, folks. Um, and I hope that made sense. Um, I'm actually not a scientist on that. Um, but, yeah, it's definitely a Nintendo problem. It's nothing... I don't know if it's even Smash Bros. related... Uh, If they can do anything Um, for the most part, though, smash brothers hasn't been too bad when I play online. Uh, It can be iffy, you know, it's, um, it can be iffy at times, but it's not the worst I've, I've played uh, worth Mario maker two is the worst, like literally the worst, (coughs) but yeah, it is kind of embarrassing, you know, just with Nintendo. The thing is their games are always so polished and good. Like, even like the bad ones can be pretty fun too like like there's not really a bad Mario game there's just it's more just like yeah it's done before I had a I played it and I had a good time but it's like that's the thing like there's no bad Mario games like there's not really a bad Zelda game either uh Pokemon's different but that's uh just either it's games getting too easy um, so that's uh, just the thing. So Nintendo is just used to having some, this really nice polish with their games and, uh, necessarily I don't think, uh, with their internet service or their internet. And you also pay $20 a year, uh, for, to be able to play games online with, through like Nintendo. I mean, like Fortnite's free. Some other games are free online, but, uh, Nintendo, yeah. Uh, then you stuff up their shit. That's just all I have to say on that. But, um, I, I actually kind of want to try this nickelodeon all-stars brawl uh, <laughs> uh so yeah i may have to go and check that out um but that's all i have to say on that uh i feel like i'm i just got really boring
1: all of a sudden congratulations you played yourself so
0: let's just get right back into it folks um let's just get right into it um this next one uh let's see here this one had me at the title this is from insider Nicolas Cage says he knew his relationship with wife Rico Shibata could work after discovering she keeps flying squirrels. Um, I know what you're thinking. What the hell did you just say? Uh, but I'm thinking something similar but different. What the hell did I just read? Um, the actor Nicolas Cage said he knew he could have a successful relationship with his wife Rico shibata after discovering her love for unusual animals specifically flying squirrels we met in japan um and i was saying like nicholas cage we met in japan and i thought she was stunning and when i met her well i can't come okay i can't do it nicholas cage depression apparently cage sold entertainment tonight at the premiere of his new film pig she likes animals too so i asked her do you have any pets and she said yes i have flying squirrels uh i almost did an accent folks and i am very happy i didn't Uh, She had two sugar gliders. I thought that's it. This could work out. A representative for Cage told People Magazine that Cage and Shibata tied the knot earlier this year in a very small and intimate wedding at the Wynn Hotel in Las Vegas. The pig premiere is the first time the couple has been seen together in public since. I'm quite excited to take a picture with her, Cage told E.T. on the red carpet. Shibata is Cage's fifth wife. The National Treasure star was previously married to actress Patricia Arquette between 1995 and 2001. Then Lisa Marie Presley, uh, the daughter of Elvis Presley from 2002 to 2004. Three wives that uh, they did not mention in this article. Earlier this year, Cage told Mark Coppola on his Q104.3 radio show that he and Shibata got engaged on a video call because they were separated due to the coronavirus pandemic she left new york and went back to kyoto japan and i went back to nevada and i haven't seen her for six months cage said on the show we're really happy together and we're really excited to spend the time together so i finally just said look i want to marry you and we got engaged on facetime cage and shibata a cage sent shibata a black diamond engagement ring earlier this week cage revealed that Plans for him to play the infamous zookeeper Joe Exotic in an Amazon TV drama based on the popular Netflix docuseries Tiger King, Murder, Mayhem, and Madness have been shelved. Oh, man, what? That's shit. Fuck that. Uh, I read two excellent scripts when I... which I did think were excellent, but I think Amazon ultimately felt that it was material that had become past tense because it took so long for it to come together, Cage told Variety. They felt at one point that it was lightning in a bottle, but that point has since faded into the distance, and it's no longer relevant. God damn it, that fucking sucks ass. Um, This is Nicolas Cage's fifth wife, people. This is his fifth wife. Fifth wife. His fifth wife, and I, you know, I, I, I just like, I just like Nicholas Cage as an actual weird guy in real life. He's like, he's like, oh, I have a pet flying squirrel, and uh, he's like, I'm gonna marry this. I'm gonna marry her. I'm gonna marry her. But ultimately, good. I hope it works out for them. You know, I want people to be happy. Everyone, like, complains, like, Travis Barker's dating Kourtney Kardashian. Everyone's like, can you all just, like, let them be happy? Is it a crime to be happy in this world now? Uh, is it a crime to be happy? And this is coming from me, obviously. Um, and if you didn't know. I identify as a fucking threat. So you got to take my words uh seriously. Um, yeah, but anyways, I hope they, they're happy and I am super fucking upset that they shelved the Tiger King thing with Amazon. Uh, you dumb you dumb son of a bitch. Uh, alright. Let's go on to our last article of the evening. Uh, this one's from IndieWire. This one's this one's a this one's this one's a good one. Don Cheadle confused by Emmy nomination for Falcon and the Winter Soldier cameo. I don't get really get it. <laughs> <laughs> the 2021 Emmy Award nominations included a tidal wave of snubs and surprises, but no single nomination is more of a head-scratcher than Don Shield's bid for Outstanding Guest Actor in a Drama Series. The now 11-time Emmy nominee landed a spot in the category, thanks to what amounted... It- mounts to a three-minute cameo in the pilot episode no it's not the pilot it's the first episode of the falcon in the winter soldier Cheadle's two scenes are hardly an acting showcase and even he was a bit baffled by his nomination thanks well wishers sorry haters Cheeto wrote on his twitter but page i don't really get it either but on we go Cheadle reprises his Marvel Cinematic Universe character James Rhodes in The Falcon and the Winter Soldier for two scenes, one of which does not even include any dialogue. The first scene finds James listening to Anthony Mackie's Sam Wilson give a speech about donating Captain America's shield to a museum. The second scene is a brief conversation between James and Sam as they walk around the museum and reflect on Captain America's legacy. Cheadle appears on screen for approximately just over three minutes. Uh, Cheadle's nomination for Outstanding Guest Actor in a Drama Series was the only acting nomination given to the Falcon and the Winter Soldier, as leading stars Mackie and Sebastian Stan did not make the cut. The series earned a total of five nominations, including Outstanding Sound Editing, Outstanding Special Visual Effects, Outstanding Stunt Coordination, and Outstanding Stunt Performance. Marvel has a strong showing at this year's Emmys, thanks to Falcon and the Winter Soldier and WandaVision. The limited series, which picked up an impressive 23 nominations, WandaVision broke into the top categories for Best Limited Series, Best Actress in a Limited Series for Elizabeth Olsen, uh, Best Actor in a Limited Series Paul Bettany, and Supporting Actress in a Limited Series Katherine Hahn. As for Cheadle, he'll next be back in the Marvel Cinematic Universe as the star of his own original series, Armor Wars. There's no current release date uh, for the project, so yeah, th- this is a weird nomination. Like, I mean, Don Cheadle, like he's great, and I love him as War Machine in uh, the MCU. Um, and I'm excited for armor wars. I think it's gonna be cool because it's, it's supposed to be when Stark tech, like the suits and everything go get into the wrong hands. And it was kind of what they were thinking about on like Iron Man two and was Obadiah Stane's main focus in Iron Man one. Uh, so it's very much, uh, what if the bad guy has the same powers as the good guy? that's the, that's the plot, but I don't know, it'll be, it'll be cool, Marvel always does a good, uh, good job and everything, and, uh, yeah, I think, yeah, no, it's gonna be, that's really good, but yeah, it's like, he has a three-minute scene, um, it was a weird cameo, um, but nevertheless, though, he persisted, uh, that's all I really, yeah, I mean, it's just, it's just weird, like, no one gets it, like, why, how did he get, I don't think they were, like, Were they low on people to think about? Like I mean, like, well John Jadal guest appeared on this show for three minutes. Uh let's nominate him. And I guess they did. And now he could win an Emmy. Uh and that's the way it is. Look at you. You were able to get your hands on a PlayStation 5 or an Xbox Series X. Look at how lucky you are, but you don't have any games to play with it.
1: Congratulations, you played yourself.
0: Well, what if I told you that you could play games for a fraction of the new game price? Well, today's sponsor, Gamefly, is here to help you out. You probably already know that Gamefly is the best video game rental service out there. Let's be real. There's some games you're going to keep forever, which for me are Super Smash Bros. Ultimate and Zelda Breath of the Wild. Most games out there, you're only going to play once, then... Pick up again. I know I bought some games that are now just taking up space on a shelf, which sucks. That's where Gamefly comes in perfectly because Gamefly literally is the best video game rental service out there. You can keep the games as long as you want, and when you're done, you just send it back and then get your next game in the mail very quickly, like two days. And if you end up loving the game you rented, You can even keep the purchase from Gamefly and pay a used game price, which is a great price. Using our link in the description today, get your first two months of Gamefly for only $10. So start playing new games using the link in our description. And remember, when you use our links, you directly support this show. Look at you, you fat piece of shit.
1: Hashtag, pray for Micah.
0: Looks like you haven't moved a muscle in the last year. Why not try and lose some extra weight and work towards a healthy lifestyle? To do that, though, you are going to need some fitness supplements to get the most out of your workout. That's where today's sponsor, FNX Fitness, comes in handy. Losing weight, gaining muscle, or do you need the energy to do a workout in the first place? That's where FNX Fitness comes in. FNX Fitness is committed to creating innovative supplements of the highest quality that provide focus for a productive morning, energy to thrive all day, performance supplements to reach new goals, unique sleep and recovery formulas to support any sport, and healthy supplements to support an active lifestyle for years to come. I also really enjoy their clothing line that makes you look good while you work out as well. And another thing I love about FNX Fitness is that with every purchase, they donate a gallon of water to a child in need. Start working out smarter, not harder, by using the link in our description today. You can save 15% on your purchase, so uh, go save 15% on some of the best supplements out there when using the link in our description. And remember, when you use our links, you directly support this show. So, folks, there's something I need to say today <clears throat> to all of you out there in the world. Um, I, you know I talk a lot, and uh, having said, I've said a lot of shit to a lot of people. One uh, specific group I would like to talk about today uh, I've talked a lot of shit on are the Backstreet Boys. So, I have had a reputation uh, of saying bad things. Uh, about the Backstreet Boys and how they're not as good as NSYNC, and they're just kind of a, uh, a lesser boy band than NSYNC. Um, but I want to be honest with y'all today. They really aren't that bad.
1: Congratulations. You played yourself.
0: Um, folks, I actually kind of like a couple of the Backstreet Boys songs, and, you know, it's hard for me to admit that. And, you know, it, it takes a man... To come forward and say he was wrong about something. Now, they are still not as good as In Sync. They never will be as good as In Sync. Um, the thing is, with the thing is with In Sync, is I can sit down and listen to an entire In Sync album. Like I frequently do that with no strings attached. Uh, probably I would, I would say it's probably one of my favorite. It's either. I'm either going to put it in my favorite albums or my influential albums of my life. Just, just how good it is. God, no strings attached, In Sync, Like, you're like, oh, I fucking hate boy bands and this shit was, that shit was cheesy. Um, that album's really good and proves talent. And people always, you know, you meet people who try to upscale me at the Backstreet Boys. Like, well, every member gets solos in the Backstreet Boys. But Sync is like, they have parts, like, it's like, Joe, Lance Bass is a bass. Joey Fatone's a baritone. J.C. is uh, the bar, like you know, the tenor two. Justin's tenor one, and then um, Chris, he's a countertenor. So it's like, you know, they, they sing these parts. So especially when InSync gets acapella, is when it gets really good. But anyways, though, back to Backstreet Boys. I do want to formally apologize. However, I only really like a couple songs by the Backstreet Boys. Let's be real. I, I wrote a list of all of them. Uh, I Want It That Way, I really enjoy that sh- uh, That one, that was probably the best one I think they have. Tell me why ain't nothing but a heartache, tell me why ain't nothing but a mistake, tell me why I never want to hear you say I want it that way. I really need to go out and like play shows again folks i'm just being honest now the world's going back up like i need to fucking get out there and play more um so i went that way i think that's my favorite everybody uh, back streets back all right um oh my god we're back again that one's a good one um as long as you love me who you are where you from get what you did as long as you love me that one's a banger um I, I like that one that was probably my second favorite then larger than life that was like bam bam because i was on the Napoleon Dynamite too i have to kind of admit that one was on the Napoleon Dynamite and that one that makes that's the one uh summer in her crew danced the happy hands club dance to if you don't remember cuz that makes you larger than life down down now that one's a cool one so it, it, it's a lot of fun party music though but folks though i i have played myself congratulations you played yourself and how much shit i have said about backstreet Boy. so i do w- want to come out here again and say I apologize for how much shit I've been talking about the Backstreet Boys. However, I'm going to be honest with you. They're still not as good as NSYNC. Like NSYNC, I mean, obviously NSYNC is the greatest boy band that ever existed. I mean, you could argue with me boys to men and I will be like, you have a good argument. And um, we could fight all day on that. But I wholeheartedly believe NSYNC is the the best boy band that's ever existed. Um, that's just, that's just a fact for me. I mean, there's only, okay, I can name all NSYNC members, but like the only Backstreet Boys members I know are like Nick Carter, cause he's Aaron Carter's brother, uh, Brian Littrell, I'm probably saying that wrong, uh, only because I grew up Christian and he did Christian, st- he does Christian stuff. Um, and then they have, like, two Joey Fatone ripoffs, which, like, you don't even need one Joey Fatone ripoff. Of course, I love Joey, but, like, we all know Joey wasn't the one woman that got women wet. We're we're all, we all know that. We all know that shit. Anyways, though, folks, I, this is my formal apology, um, to anyone I've argued with about my hatred towards Backstreet Boys. I don't really hate them. I do enjoy them, but they still aren't as good as NSYNC that's a fact oh this next one's good oh man i watching the show um called family by the ton and fam it's on uh, tlc i've been watching it on discovery plus which i'm telling you folks for most people like i'm thinking about like the market of streaming services today and honestly I think about like what the, what content do they have price, et cetera, et cetera. Netflix has always been good. They were the beginners on this. So they, they always have it in are They make pretty good original stuff too. Um, they have their faults, um, but, uh, we can continue to move on from there. Um, and whatever faults they have, um, Hulu, you know, Hulu used to not be worth it, but I think they've worked their way back up, uh, in, in some stuff. Um, you know, and then we got the new, the new guys, um, uh, we got you know hbo max like they have warner brothers they got you know like friends south park and you know, they they got a lot of good stuff on there so um, they <clears throat> they really they really set themselves in the world uh disney plus they have the entire disney catalog um, which is already fine and they also have uh I mean disney i mean when i say disney catalog i'm going to go <clears throat> With also, they added Fox, so that's a, that's a big catalog. Um, but let's not forget, Disney owns Star Wars, they own Marvel, uh, they own National Geographic. You could see some uh, African tribe titties. I'm not trying to be racist, I'm just saying that's the countries that you see some tits hanging out when you were a kid. I was still a kid, I grew up with the internet, but you know, when I was a kid. Um, though it wasn't always easy and it was a shared computer and there was a time before incognito mode folks. So you had to be careful with how you watched porn. Why is the internet history scrubbed? I don't know. (laughs) Oh, growing up Christian, we could do fucking gazillion episodes on that. Um, but yeah, no. So Disney plus has good ones. Those are really the ones like you need. Peacock has some good stuff on it. Paramount Plus has some decent stuff on it. I don't know how long they'll last, though. TBH, uh, that's short for, to be honest, for all the boomers out there uh, who, for some reason, listen to this show. Um, But then Discovery Plus comes in to the picture. Now, what does Discovery Plus have that the other streaming services don't? I'll tell you right now. Uh, They got TLC content, which signed me up. There was the longest time I was like, like, I guess I'm still paying for kill. I'm like, if you could just give me everything TLC has ever made into a streaming service, I will pay for that. And I am so happy I do ad-free episodes, folks. Like, you don't understand how great ad-free is. Um, they have that. They have, I mean, obviously Discovery Channel, which if you actually want to learn, they may have some content for you. History Channel. Um, I, you're not going to learn. You're going to learn stuff, just not anything important. Like, ancient fucking aliens. Is it possible? Aliens Is it possible that aliens created Viagra uh, Ancient Was it it Ancient alien scientists have come here today And that show is always like They they, (laughs) will have like a topic We'll get like one or two Credible sources on it, but not relating to like aliens or anything, just like, so yeah, pyramids exist and that's the credible source. And then they get a couple people who just wrote books. And uh I'm gonna be honest with you, anyone can write a book. You know, my friend Josh Casey wrote a book called uh Tracking Desire, A Journey After Swallowtail Kites about Birds, I think. I don't know, I don't really read books. I listen to audiobooks, and uh the reason he doesn't have an audiobook is cause I'm in charge of that shit. So um uh, yeah, I did read a little bit. Of, I I got through it, but it's also like I just I don't have the attention span of her books. I have to like the audiobooks have to be. It's just my way. I just can't can't do that shit. Anyway, so back to Discovery Plus. So they have that They have Food Network, which um which I've learned Food Network is for two different people: people who like to cook, and then fat ass people like me because I can watch Diners, Drive-ins, and Dives and just be like, damn, this is. Something fat about that, and then I also learned um, that like women who have like eating disorders like that stuff, and you know like like uh, mukbang type content, like where they eat a ton because apparently it helps them satisfy like the the food they need, which is sad. I don't I don't think eating disorders are fun to joke about, folks. And I'm gonna be honest with you, I think there's a lot more people, a lot more. <laughs> Women celebrities out there, I would say, probably have eating disorders that you don't know about. Because uh, you see women who are, like, super thin, and, like, I have to imagine, I'm like, you probably have an eating disorder. I can't imagine you don't have an eating disorder. I'm not saying I'm trying to make someone laugh when I say that. I'm just saying it happens. I'm just saying, I see a woman, I'm like, you probably have an eating disorder. Like, I'm not going to lie. Now, this is a conversation I have with my dad. I like, I think uh, women really like Panera Bread because they can spend the amount of money on a full meal and still be hungry afterwards or something like that. That's that's a little dark thing. Anyways, though, back to uh, Discovery+. Plus. So it has all, like, you know, there's uh, normal shows that people watch, like, you know, who are mentally healthy. Uh, I watch a lot of those shows, too, but they're not as fun to talk about on a podcast. Um, but... <laughs> Family by the ton. Holy shit, folks. Family by the ton is a masterpiece. And basically, I'll I'll talk more of it later, but this is the TikTok I found that got me into the show. So I'll play it now
2: my mans sent me this video and I kid you not this got to be the fattest family I've ever seen in my life first off look at his fit he got the PBS 13 author starter pack right then look at his body so if they ever put on the cha-cha slide and they said hands on your knees hands on your knees he can't cuz his stomach is occupying the area this man look like he's melting are there any bones in his body I've never seen a fat man make a fat lady look skinny so this is ridiculous they ordered 10 boxes of of pizza. What are you ordering pizza for? So this gotta be some form of attempted suicide. Like, Where is the government when you need them? They need to regulate big people from buying this kind of food because they killing themselves. This is ridiculous. Look at the rest of the family. Heavy, rotund, just humongous. They pulling up to the crib right now. Look at him when he walk. He look like he's storing bags of groceries inside his sweatpants this is ridiculous what size shirt is that so that gotta be a king-size bed sheet wait a minute they just came in the crib with five boxes of pizza but they left the pizza store with ten boxes Wait, these motherfuckers ate five boxes of pizza on the way to eat dinner this is ridiculous and to make matters worse he eating again oh my lord big orange syracuse university over there and this huge lady is bedridden this other lady in the black i know they had to reinforce the foundation when they made this house for these big people son then over here this lady eating a salad thank god somebody trying to eat healthy what is going on at the bottom of homeboy pants it doesn't. Split open! What is going on? Just look at the size of this one, dude. Yo, they got nothing but big mamas and daddies in this house. This man's kneecaps are completely covered by his stomach. The only one who looks like they in shape is Mega Mind in the middle right there. The little kid look like he's well on his way as well. And nobody explained what's going on at the bottom of this man's sweatpants. Is that his nuts? Is that his stomach? Is that his navel? What's going on? I'm gaining calories just watching this joints. I feel bad for the if you put a mic next to the chairs i'm sure you can hear the shit screaming sunday brought life to the
0: furniture this is ridiculous so i'm telling you that that already just that tiktok i'm like i'm into this shit this is what i like and i really like that but i don't know why shows about fat people entertain me so much folks i Wish I could tell you, but I don't. Um, that being said, though, um, yeah, let's let's let me just talk about it a little bit more. So well, I guess we're going to the first season first. I just finished the second season, um, which they did a different family in the second season. So the main premise of the show is like it's just a, instead of my six hundred pound life, which follows like one person's uh, who's fat over an entire year and see if they can get gastric bypass surgery, and then they get it, and then you see them lose weight from there. This show is just about a bunch. It's a family of fat people because obesity runs in the family, which is a funny sentence because no one runs in that fa- those families. Um, so, yeah, we start off with one family. Uh, so you got two different fat people. Uh, well, there's I guess they... Four of them got the weight loss surgery. Like, the first one was, like, one of their mom, Mama Beverly, I think. Uh, She got the surgery and then, you know, inspired the rest of the family. Like, maybe we can get gastric bypass surgery, too. Same doctor, too. They all have the same doctor. That doctor is lining his goddamn fucking pockets with these fat families. Um, uh, Drew is the crazy fat. He was the one uh, who ordered 10 pizzas. And they showed up with five to that potluck. That's, that's real in the episode. And then no one's going to talk about his ripped pants. Like no one just brought, no one brought it up. Like Drew, your, your pants are ripped, but Drew is also my favorite. Um, it, it's just, yeah, no, it's great. And then, uh, you got Chitaka. She's bedbound. Um, which when I think about like someone who's bedbound because of obesity, y- you have to think there was a day where that person decided i'm you know what i'm done walking
1: congratulations you played yourself
0: and uh that, that's it like there's what happened that day i want to know was it just like a really bad day you know what i'm done being mobile i am just done so yeah but eventually yeah i i just i don't know how i get that like to me it was like man walking's getting a lot harder Some people are like, maybe I should fix this problem. Um, Other people are like, I'm just going to stop walking. Um, And then, you know, the people in the show, they're always like, you know, the gastric bypass surgery might kill me. I'm like, well, you're going to die anyways from your obesity. So it's kind of like, well, do I want to die from being fat or do I want to die trying not to be fat? And it's a more noble death if you die trying not to be fat, folks. I'm telling you this, if you're worried, if you're morbidly obese and you're worried uh, about, uh gastric bypass surgery killing you um that's the least of your concerns you got a lot more problems than uh the gastric bypass surgery. There may be some complications, but um as long as you go to the hospital immediately uh you'll be fine, folks. most of the time you'll be fine. The only complications is like if you have like a heart attack during surgery, which they try to make sure that they can approve you for surgery coming in so um, that's kind of the thing. And at the end of it, they do like a showcase, like, this is what it look like now that I got surgery and actually tried to eat correctly. And so the first family, it was a little bit more wholesome and they, they, they really do, it's, it is a little wholesome. Second season, however, uh, is white trash people, which is my shit right there. Um, and it's, uh, to me, it was a lot funnier. Uh, the family's called the Kings. Now y'all know me as a King. Um, and, uh. We're different kinds of kings, folks. I hopefully, I hope that's not, um, I'm going to tell you, so they go through two women and then two men on the show. Now the women, um, are too normal for me to talk about. So I'm not going to talk about them, uh, because they do, they do just fine. Um, so the best character on this season is, uh, Casey. Uh, now Casey is around 700 pounds and, um, He's kind of, if I could describe how he looks, he looks like the exact image of what you think of when you think of like a moderator on a subreddit or like a discord server. He does that. He also plays Xbox nude because he lives in Georgia and he says it's too hot. And so he just plays Xbox in the nude yelling, yelling on his, you know, he has the headphones attached to his Xbox and he's just yelling uh, the whole time, which is fun. Uh you also meet Ed, who is also fat. He was a firefighter, and uh he had to stop being a firefighter because uh, you got too fat. Uh everyone in the season is mobile, which is unfortunate. why am I saying it's unfortunate for me? Um, which is good for them. Um obviously have knee issues and shit like that. Uh but Ed um feels the need to call Casey Fat Boy, he was just walking. Hey fat boy, how's it going? Hey fat boy. And then there's, like, they made a whole scene about, like, oh, hey, you shouldn't be, hey, since we're all on a whaleless journey, can you, like, stop calling me that? So I guess he just calls him Tiny now, <laughs> which is which is also pretty funny. Um, uh, and Casey, Casey's, like, the worst human being on this show. He's, like, his dad's an enabler. He's, like, what do you want for lunch, son? McDonald's. And, uh, and he gets tons of McDonald's from his dad. And I guess it's a, it's things that should be sorted out in therapy, which they did have a therapy session. Um, I don't know why I had to watch it, but uh, nevertheless, they persisted and did it. But, you know, at the end of this season, they showed off all their way. Casey did get approved for surgery. I was like, is he going to get approved for surgery at this point? Is it going to happen? Is it going to happen, folks? Is Casey going to be approved for surgery? He was. Uh, And they were all skinny by the end of the season. I think there's a couple episodes that go back um, to uh, Drew and his name. I can't remember their last names. Um, but uh eh, yeah. Anyways though, um good show, folks, I would say. Uh ten out of ten in regards to trash TV. Also, here's a little fun fun stuff coming on. My mom and dad were in Nashville for a couple of days, and guess who's gonna talk about it? Me right now. Um, yeah, mom and papa swag came into town and uh so we I have to tell stories. We they actually didn't stay too long, uh they, Showed up on Wednesday, we went to eat Wednesday night, and then Thursday hung out, and Friday we hung out, and uh, then they left today as I'm recording, this Saturday, because uh, they were not usually record on Fridays, but it's Saturday today. My um, mom and dad are in Nashville. Um, it was fun. So, on Thursday, we went to see Black Widows in theaters. Now, I did watch it at home, um, because it's available for watch at home uh and but that was the only good movie in theaters cuz cuz no one released, has been releasing movies in movie theaters for a minute and uh movie theater quality in like staff and how much the staff cares has reached an all-time low um which is funny until you realize you paid money to be there um so like we're in the theater and uh like i already knew something was off cuz the screen just had like one image and then like the before movie commercials uh, shit like that you know like no facts or anything I'm like damn it I wanted to learn some facts about some movies uh, but then like no movies come out in a long time so it was uh that was it so then like the preview trailers start and uh it's not the audio for the trailer it is uh smooth jazz and it's like these action adventure type of trailers that typically more little epic music but it's just smooth jazz like do I don't know what song that is, but I don't know if that's jazz. Oh, that's uh, the guitar solo from Hello by Lionel Richie. Okay, Um, so eventually like, my dad has to go out to the manager and he's like, hey, uh, I don't think the audio's lined up. And he's like, I'll look into it. And then the movie starts and it's still not fixed. So my dad's about to go out again. And uh, he's like, I'm fixing it right now. And he's like, my dad's like, you supposed to been messing around the whole time. And then the music, then nothing, no audio at all, which is very creepy in a movie theater. Like, cause I think I coughed and it was just perfect acoustics in the silence. It was just creepy. Then eventually before any dialogue happened, at least uh, the audio came and then the movie was fine, which was funny. It was just, it's, it's a nice movie theater too. And like I've been, I saw Avengers Endgame there. I think I've seen all the Star Wars movies, uh, 2016 to present there. And, you know, it's, it's been a been a good experience. I'm like, this was the worst experience. I think they just all gave up after the pan. He was like, we don't know if we're going to be open or not. So, uh, have fun at your fucking movie, bitch. <laughs> I guess that's what they had to say. Um, but no, so after that, no, it was a good movie. And actually, you know, I miss seeing movies in theaters. So I will have to say that. I really do, like, you know, I have decent living room speakers on my TV, but like the Dolby Atmos, like, speaker system they have in, like, movie then at the theater I go to, I don't know if every theater has Dolby Atmos, theater I go to, I go to a night, it's typically nice, so it's just that time, <laughs> uh, you know, it, it was that, like that, Um, so, it, it was good, so, yeah, seeing a movie, like, with a nice sound system, and, like, nice big screen, big ass screen, you know, and no one was in the theater either, so, we could have just been obnoxious as hell, um. So that was the movie we saw Black Widow. I've seen it twice now. It's, it's a great movie. Uh, it's a good movie. Uh, Should have came out like four or five years ago. That's all I'm saying. Uh, and most people agree with me. But it's a good movie. Um. Then Friday that was yesterday for me. June 16th we went to the Grand Opera for a show. Um. It's always great to go to the Grand Opera when you got free tickets. That's how I go because my parents paid for it. Um. So this is my second time I've ever been there. First time was actually really good. Um, But the main event here tonight was Sarah Evans Now, uh, apparently my guitar teacher from when I was like in middle school, high school Apparently he used to play bass with her while she still lived in Missouri Uh, But then she moved to Nashville And I guess he stayed in Missouri I'm not going to go into any more details about that Um, But apparently she had a boyfriend in the band too And he went with her I don't think they ended up together um, but you know, it's, uh, Sarah Evans is really good. Uh, main event, uh, her daughter, Olivia does background vocals for her, which is really cool. And she's actually really good looking. And then I Googled, you know, her name and I saw she just recently turned 18. So I almost went to jail, uh, for a thought. Um, so folks, uh, a little too young for me, but if you're, you know, if you're a little bit younger than me, you could probably, uh, try to find Olivia. I think her last name's like Schleski or something like that not Evans. I'm telling you, it's not that. It's not Evans. Uh, so she just turned 18 and it's weird. I'm 10 years older than her. And now zoomers are telling me I'm out of touch. So yeah. Um, other people who played, uh, Gene Watson, he's like an older country singer. Um, he played, it was, I kind of enjoyed it. It was like older country. Um, and I'm kind of worried I'm going to look like him when I get older. And that's like a sad, I don't want to look like him when I get older. Lindsay Al was great. She was there. She was great. My parents didn't, I don't think they liked her as much. I'm like, oh, I thought she's really good. Um, I enjoyed her. Uh, Mark Wills was there too. He was really good. Uh, my mom really liked him. Uh, those were all the good acts. Uh, but I do have to say, Daryl Worley, I think is his name. He did a 9 11 song, which I'm like, Jesus. <sighs> like, no, I have not forgot. So, and things like Bin Laden was in the lyrics of the song. I'm like, <sighs> I bet if a cover band played this song, it would sound like ass. It would sound like complete ass. Anyways, though, so that's, you know, the show. It was a great night. Uh, first half, um, everything I'm talking about, all the good stuff was in the second half for um, most part. Um, I did, however, need to talk about this because this is actually important to the situation. Uh, I did see a guy who was fatter than I am, but he was with a really good-looking girl, and that just made me... Feel really good. And I really like that. And I'm also really happy Garth didn't show up, so I'm not dead from the show. That's, that, that was a plus from the show as well. We live in a society... In our current society, actually having to physically walk into a liquor store should be a thing of the past. That's why I get all my booze from Drizzly. Drizzly gets all your favorite beer, seltzer, wine, whiskey, and much more delivered directly to your home. With their easy-to-use mobile app, we are getting one step closer to never leaving our homes. You know, it's saying something when it is being praised as the Amazon for liquor. Drizzly is my go-to app for getting all the booze I need so I can do... Basically anything the hell I want. So using our link in the description today, you can save $5 off your first purchase through Drizzly. Drizzly has proprietary ID verification technology that it provides to its retail partners that allows drivers to scan IDs for more than a barcode to make sure the purchaser is over 21 years old in the U.S. and of legal drinking age in Canada. Retailers on Drizzly may also have a minimum order or delivery fee. So... Using the link in our description today, get $5 off your first order with Drizzly. And remember, when you use our links, you directly support this show. Cooking your own meals are for people with proper amounts of serotonin, which is no one. Are you depressed and hungry? Well, you're still going to be depressed, but you no longer have to be hungry thanks to today's sponsor, DoorDash. If you don't know of DoorDash, they bring you food you are craving directly to your door. Even while I'm dieting, I still get food from Wingstop, Chipotle, and even Central Barbecue here in Nashville. I like that. Uh, With over 300,000 partners in the U.S., Puerto Rico, Canada, and Australia, you can get $10 off each of your first three DoorDash orders over $15 when you sign up using the link in our description. Treat yourself like the king and queen you are and order from DoorDash today. Again, that's $10 off your first three orders over $15 when you use the link in our description. And remember, when you use our links, you directly support this show. You've got problems, I've got none, because I'm here to save all of your relationship problems. And I really like that. Uh, this is what I'm here to do today and to save everything. So let's get, uh, let's just get right into it. Um, first question I got here. Boyfriend won't add me to social media. Uh, That's rough, buddy. Okay, my boyfriend and I have been together for a few months. Overall, things have been going fairly well. He and I communicate pretty well together and are both in agreement that we're in this for the long haul. We met each other's children, and I recently met his family. He is moving into my apartment at the end of the month. I live in California, so it's as much a financial decision as it is a personal one. Recently, he let me know he had two additional Instagram accounts, aside from the one that I was added to. Not a huge deal. I have two accounts, one personal, one for photography. But when I asked to be added to the other two, he made it a huge deal. His initial excuse was that he never used them. The other day, I saw him adding a picture to that account, so I asked again. Again, I was being the problem, not him. He actually slept on the sofa last night because this has become such an issue. Uh, Do I personally have a reason not to trust him? No. Has he cheated in the past? Yes, he has admitted that he has been a serial cheater in every other relationship. Does this make me nervous? Of course. I'm old enough to know that just adding me to his accounts won't stop him from cheating if that is what he wants to do. I guess I'm just trying to figure out if this is a deal breaker and how to proceed. Aside from this, his actions have shown he's all about me. Uh, That's rough, buddy. Um, See, here's the thing, though. It's it's this it's the situation I like to call what racist white people tell black people about cop interactions. If you did nothing wrong, you got nothing to worry about. Like, obviously, we, that's a problem. That that's a that's another problem. But this this is a situation where that could pop that could probably uh, go hand in hand. So you know the, the the idea is that he has two additional instagram accounts um now you said he's like you know you obviously had a personal one one for photography that's kind of like a normal thing you never explained why what his other accounts are for and obviously from what it sounds like they're private so and that's always one to know i guess i guess I, I guess i'm weird because i i guess i'm more of like a public figure with podcasting and music and shit like that uh so with that, for me, I'm like, I'm just like, it's like, what are you trying to hide? And people, I'm like, oh, yeah, not everyone's just uh, shows their darkness all out in the open like I do every, every, every week. Yeah. Come on, Mark. Don't be stingy. Uh, so, you know, um, that's the thing, though. What, why does he have these two Instagrams? Like, I don't use them that much, but you saw him adding a picture to that account. So he's obviously still using it. Um, The thing is, though. He is hiding something from you. That's that's the main thing. He It does sound like he's hiding something. Um, maybe there's a couple things you could do. You could try to create a fake account and follow him uh, just to kind of get him off the trail, see if he does that or not. Uh, but, you know, there's a Frank, you know, the Frank Ocean interlude uh, called uh, Facebook Timeline or something like that, uh, where the guy's, like, telling a story about, like, uh, how he joined Facebook and he wouldn't add his girlfriend, and he's like, "Why would I need to add you? I'm with you right now." It's it's a it's a weird story that I would play uh, if it was not for copyright infringement. To be honest, uh, play, but it's a basically a story about how they were already on the outs anyway. It's it's a long story. Anyways, though, one he's he has he's cheated in the past. He says he's a he's cheated in every relationship. At what point, you know, folks, at, at what point do you just not, should not allow someone to date? Like, you're, you've cheated on every relationship. This guy has some red flags. I don't trust this guy. Um, tell him he needs to, he needs to tell you, you got to get a right answer on to why he's trying to hide this whole social media account from you and shit like that because if he, yeah, that's, that's an issue right there. Uh, he's hiding something. And, uh, typically if someone's hiding something, it's usually not good. So, um, yeah, I mean, don't hide things. That's, that's a lesson for everyone. Don't hide things because, uh, people will find out anyways. All right, next question. Oh, when a guy prefers sex to blowjob, is it because the blowjob is bad? I recently noticed that every time I start giving my boyfriend a blowjob, we always end up having sex. I am not complaining, but I am worried that he does that because I am bad at it. Uh, there are sometimes he asks for it, but he never lets me blow him until he finishes. He always wants to switch to sex. Is there a reason for it? Um, so there probably is a reason for it. Um, however, I, I can't imagine any man would ask a woman to not give him a blow job unless it's painful. So if, unless it's painful, it's not bad. However, I assume he does. I'm gonna, I'm gonna make an educated guess here with your situation. He probably can't nut like from a blowjob so he might have a hard time with that maybe he's on antidepressants or some shit like that so he probably like basically he's just having this massive boner and he's having He probably can't come um or i I assume you sound like a really cool person who's uh made plenty of guys good uh but damn man i wish i wish i had a girl's like why isn't why doesn't let me finish it with a blowjob i'm like all right so maybe i'm finished like sometimes a lot of girls like if you're not like coming fast they're like all right you got to do something else (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> uh no this is this situation um probably a lot of girls because a lot of girls don't like him finishing in their mouths or whatever there's there could be good reasons the cool ones do but hmm. you know asking him may be a good idea but I, if i'm gonna guess and you don't want to have to have that conversation with him i'm gonna guess he has a hard time uh finishing with a blow job and will does the sex because he's he can he he can finish with that or whatever it's you know don't blame yourself i I guarantee um I don't know if you're a master at blowjobs if you'd like to hit up the shredcast at gmo.com you would be more i'd be more than happy to um, give you a rating uh, but uh, with that being said though I'm gonna say it's probably not your skills are bad uh, it's probably a him issue probably not a you issue uh, in that situation so uh don't don't be stingy. Come on, Mark. Don't be stingy. Mark. Come on, Mark. Don't be stingy. There we I go. I like, I like
2: that. And I really like
0: Why that. Why do I just say the sound soundbounds out loud? Why don't I just uh, be normal and uh, just uh, do it the right way, I guess? I don't know. Oh, boy. But, yeah, blowjobs. Blowjobs are the best. I can't deny that. My boyfriend needs the whole house for alone time, and it's hurting me. I love alone time, I'm a huge fan of it, and he's my best friend. We connect on absolutely everything outside of this issue. This has been a reoccurring thing where he needs a little more alone time than I do, and that's fine. I'm happy to do my own thing while he recharges for this reason. We have separate bedrooms that act as safe spaces. I have my room, he has his. However, when he needs alone time, he requests the whole house to himself, and I thought, okay, that's fine. I'll just relax in my room with the door closed and do my own thing so he can have the living room, kitchen, etc. to himself but he's insisting that doesn't work, that I need to be out of the house completely for at least a full day. I have started taking day trips to my sisters and spending the night, but it's getting to the point where I can't relax in my own room because I feel like there's Uh, a time limit on how long I can be in the house before he needs me to leave as an introvert with very, very few friends. This is draining me slowly with the current circumstances. Neither of us have a family and I'm hitting depression hard struggling with my PTSD. I feel like my safe space is taken away from me I don't have any place to go to completely relax. I don't understand why he needs the full house to himself if I'm agreeing to exist in just my room by myself, not coming out. So I'm going to agree with you on this situation. It does, uh, from what I'm looking at here, it does sound like he is insisting on way too much. First, first of all, um, uh, I, 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 I can't believe I'm the one saying this but when you're in a relationship uh you kind of have to put up with some things that you sometimes don't like. Uh apparently apparently I'm the one who who is saying that now. I'm I am the one here. Um he needs the whole house. He he probably kind of has a situation where he does enjoy having the whole house to himself. Uh, every once in a while, but uh, he needs to stop being stingy. Come on, Mark, don't be stingy. And he uh, needs to realize that uh, he is living with someone, and you're supposed to be in love. Uh, So he's going to have to agree. Uh, He's going to have to make a couple changes, uh, insisting on the entire fucking house. Uh, I know I get that way. I I like my alone time. I need my friend time and stuff like that. I'm an ambivert. I mean, as you know, it's like a little bit of mix of you're like an introvert and an extrovert. Um, I just need a little bit of both with the, you know, with the lockdown, I got a lot of the alone time, but with the, uh, but now I'm going to get a little more of the people time Soon I'm, I'm working on that. So it's been a weird fluctuation. Uh, but him insisting on the entire house is a bit too much. um, that is a bit too much. Now, like, the room situation is fine. Like, yeah, he's going to have to accept that he can't get the entire fucking house to himself. That is just fucking ridiculous that he needs the entire house, the kitchen, the living room. I need it all to myself. I'm like, bitch, calm the fuck. Ho, shut the fuck up. know, <laughs> uh, but no, it, it, that the whole house is unreasonable. Like, having a room to yourself, you know, it's like, hey, I just want to spend some alone time with myself. I'm going to be in here for a while, Okay. That's fine, you know, make your own little space, you know, put your Xbox in there, play some Fortnite, or, like, you know, or, you know, you could set up where you could watch me stream on Twitch, uh, twitch.tv slash the and you can be inspired by my amazing Fortnite skills, and, uh, shit like that. That's something that you, you know, you, you could learn to be a better player by just fucking watching me play Fortnite. Isn't that amazing, that you could be a better Fortnite player just by watching me, um, but yeah, no, he's being the unreasonable one in this situation. Now he will get the full house for himself. You know, if you want to see your sister, you know, take trips, you know, uh, to go visit people, like maybe do that solo. That way, he has his time. He'll get those moments uh, of the house to himself. So we can jerk off in any room in the house without your judgment. Uh, that's uh, I mean, that's that's gonna be a big situation going forward. Um, um with 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 uh, your life. Uh, so. Him now but not. He's, he's gonna You know, you share the house But you have your own separate rooms I feel like the room situation Is fair enough You can't have your cake And eat it too But you can have a slice of cake That's what I've kind of learned You can't have the whole cake You can take a slice Take a slice for yourself, you know
2: And I really like that
0: Okay, um, that's all I really have to say Yeah, he doesn't need the whole house He just needs his own fucking The room should be fine Okay this one's a good one how do i tell my parents that i have a girlfriend my parents are by no means homophobic and were very accepting of the fact that i was bisexual when i came out to them a few years back but i've mostly been heterosexual relationships this is my first relationship with another girl and i just don't know how to tell my parents it feels like coming out all over again and i would really like some guidance with the conversation Okay, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to break, break your world for a second. You're a woman, and she is a woman. See, at, when, you, when you the older you get, see, you don't want your... I feel, if I had a daughter or a son, my only wish for both of them is that neither of them dated men. That would be my wish. I don't get to control that. Uh, I don't get to control their sexuality. But if I did... I would make sure that they both date women because, uh, I don't know why anyone is attracted to a man that is just beyond science can reason. I cannot believe, uh, there are species of humans out there who are attracted to men. And I'm going to be honest with you. If you're, if your parents aren't homophobic and you came out as bisexual, I don't think you bring a woman over is going to be a big deal at all. Uh, probably if you brought a man home, it was a bigger deal than the woman, uh, because everyone likes women, but it's weird if you're sexually attracted to men that we all can agree that that is fucking weird. Uh, I'm, it's okay that you are folks. If you are attracted to a man, I am sorry, but it's okay. I accept you. I accept your sexuality of being attracted to men. Uh, it's gotta suck though, but, uh, it is, you know, it's, you know, it's fine. You know what? Love who you want to love. Uh, that's what Jesus said, right? It's in the Bible somewhere. Um, but I'm gonna be honest with you: your parents are probably not gonna care that much, especially if they they're not super Christian, homophobic, and you've already come out as bisexual. I think you might just be nervous. It's nerve wracking introducing like someone to your parents. Like I think, I think all the time uh, the situation of you know. Who I would ru- you know, things are going good right now. You know who you should meet? Uh Tim and Nancy Schwegler. I feel like they I feel like since things are going good, let's just ruin it. Let's just ruin it all at once right now. Then the everybody loves ramen music starts playing da da dun 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 but, uh, but no, so I, I guarantee you, I'm going to tell you this right now. I guarantee your parents won't care. Uh, it's just probably nerve-wracking introducing your parents uh, in a relationship. And since this is your first uh, girlfriend, nice. Um, you you know, you're just nervous. You'll be fine, though. I believe in you. I believe in you, champ. Huh. Oh, this one's interesting. Help, I feel so guilty for dating two guys at once. So I am not normally the type to date different people at the same time. I've been quite lucky in the past where I've met someone and it progressed accordingly. However, today I'm at a crossroads and having anxiety and OCD doesn't help matters. That sentence looked way too long for me. To say uh, i will be making up these names for the purposes of this explanation two weeks ago i met harry uh there was an instant spark had a lovely first kiss and arranged another day where we had a movie night it was lovely however over the weekend he went a bit ghost mode only texted me twice each day and never it was never how are you how's your shifts slash work uh You don't remember how commas work. It was all about him. He even kept sending selfies of himself on iMessage. Now, I'm not sure if this was a convo starter, but it kind of came across as egocentric. Like, he wanted to be fed compliments during the weekend. He was active on social media, posting lots of stories with the football being on, etc. However, didn't reply to any of my texts um i was starting to think it was gonna fizzle now on the back burners should we say another guy called francis francis was quite traditional and was wanting to take me out on a dinner date and even though i was not putting my full effort into replying as my attention was on harry he continued to put in lots of effort i was on night shifts and he would text always asking if i'm okay and how i'm doing he's always also out partying with the football and still able to do this with some encouragement from my friend I agreed to go on a date with him I normally wouldn't do this due to the associated guilt I'd feel from seeing two guys Francis got me flowers and we had a lovely first day at the end we had a kiss which to be honest wasn't as sparky as the one with Harry we got a bit carried away nothing happened but there was lots of touching
2: And I really like
0: that. Uh, When I got home, I felt extremely guilty as me and Harry organized to meet on Sunday. How can I face him after going on a date with someone else? Am I a bad person? Do I tell him? The worst part is I'd happily see Francis again, too. Do I continue to see them both? What do I do? I feel like if I see Harry on Sunday, I'll end up eating myself alive with guilt and telling him about the date. Am I a bad person? So, very interesting situation. So, we got Harry... Uh we're gonna assume you're from not the United States because you were interested in uh what y'all people call football, what we call soccer. Um, though so let's continuing the story I would say here. Um Harry is a little fifty-fifty, I would say he I don't know if he he's fully ride or die, which is an EP by me that is out now wherever he's streaming music. But I think Francis could be a ride or die. So my heart would my heart always wants to go for all these underdogs in these uh, like love stories. I think Francis was you kissed, but there wasn't a spark. I think you you see Harry you know, in, in a you think more highly of Harry, but like Francis, Francis is like a safe guy, but Harry's like the Ooh, it's a bad boy or whatever, or I don't, he's probably not a bad boy. Uh, he probably gets, he probably give him more, he probably has a different vibe, like a fuck boy type vibe. He's like the guy you want to, like you want to change to be better, but Francis is already like that better guy already. And you're like, maybe I could change Harry to be more like Francis. I'm like, why don't you just fucking date Francis? And how did you come up with the name Francis as the name? That's like, I know, I know some Francis's, but I'm like, at the same time, like, this is your fake name. It's Francis. I'm, I i do not know. Um, that, you know, with, with, all that information, I would say here, um, so it sounds like you do like Harry more than Francis. However, you got to see if Harry is really worthwhile. Cause in my mind, in my mind saying, no, he's not, but cause I'd like you, I'd like to see with Francis. Um, I can't believe you named your fake the fake name Francis. Um so you gotta you gotta see because I sound like you do like Harry Moore, so you gotta see if if Harry's even worth it to begin with, and then decide from there. Um another thing to be said, you are not a bad person, uh, because uh you are not official ride or dies with either of them, which is you know, uh Rider Die Volumes 1 and 2 are out now on Spotify, Apple, Tidal, uh, Wherever you stream streaming music at, folks, it's just uh, that's where that's where it is. And you know what?
2: And I really like that.
0: Um. So yeah. So and and also, I can say at the end of the day, you are gonna have to go with your gut on Francis versus Harry. Um, but hopefully, it's Francis. I think Francis is gonna be the best. Uh, is gonna be the best choice overall in the end. But in the end, it doesn't even matter. I had to fall to lose it all. I, all right, next question. I am a virgin and hesitant to have sex. I am in a two year relationship with my boyfriend and we have never had sex before. We're both virgins and he's more than ready to have sex, but I'm not. He's been waiting for me to be ready and we openly talk about this and I always tell him I do have a desire to have sex already, but I'm just scared. I grew up poor with a family that basically ruined their own lives by having a ton of kids at a young age, and I'm terrified of ruining my life like that. All the women in my family involve themselves with toxic men, so now they're stuck in miserable relationships where they rely on men, and so now I'm determined to be the complete opposite of my family. Uh, Right now, I have so much going on that the last thing I want to be worrying about is whether I'm pregnant or not because my anxiety is bad enough when it comes to those things. I'm also afraid of having sex Become extremely distracting in general. I told him I would feel more comfortable having sex when I'm more financially stable, but that's definitely going to be while from a while from now. I'm feeling I feel like I'm being dramatic. My whole perspective towards sex is messed up because of the way I grew up. I literally have already done stuff with him in place of sex, like oral sex.
2: And I really like that.
0: I trust my boyfriend a lot, and I know he would never do anything to hurt me. I have put so much pressure on myself my entire life to not lose my virginity to meet the perfect guy and so i constantly worry i will regret it if i do it with him i even sometimes question if i even love him as much as i think i do uh, if i if i've stopped myself from having sex with him for this long i don't know what to think anymore i have never talked to anyone about this and i seriously need advice i don't know what's stopping me and i don't know if i should continue waiting should i stop just stop overthinking and do it okay so if you've listened to the show before i will say that uh you're putting sex on this pedestal now. Sex is great and, and all, um, but it it sounds it it sounds like you have a negative view towards sex. I would say you might may have it. So when you think of sex, you think like having you're you're worried super hard on pregnant uh, on a pregnancy scare. Um, so let let's go with that. Um, with the pregnancy scare. Go to a doctor, maybe an OBGYN. Try out some birth control. See if, like, your body adjusts to it accordingly. Because if you're on birth control and you're smart about it, you won't have kids. Or you can get an IUD and stuff like that. I'm also not a woman. You may need to talk to another woman about this. They may be better. Uh, but some women, you know, like, birth control doesn't always work well for them. So, in that case, um, just figure out birth control. Now, so... Because if you understand your birth control, you know, making sure everything here, uh, what you can do, what you can do, um, is, you know, make sure that it's called, the aisle is called family planning at Walmart and has condoms because you're planning to not have a family because fuck that. Um, but, uh, yeah, so that, I mean, that's the thing. Just, just try to figure out a birth control solution for you. That way you don't, that way. The whole worry about having, you know, having a child, getting pregnant uh, is not going to be a problem for you. That, that's something I would definitely suggest. And uh, worst case scenario, you can just abort the baby. It's not that bad. Or actually never had an abortion. I don't know why I should be saying it, but uh, we make abortion sound bad. It's probably not that bad. Uh, just don't give the baby a name. I would say that. Just don't give the baby a name before you kill it. Um, that being said, but it also sounds like you've been with this guy for two years. You feel safe with him. So, you're at that. And like, your your worry is that it's like you only want to have sex with, with like the perfect guy and like the person you love with your whole entire life. I'm going to tell you something. Um, they're probably not going to be thinking the same way. Um, even like very religious people do not think the same way. Uh, will, be like that, who are like, I'm going to save myself up to marriage, and then we're just like, I, I made a mistake, and I had sex before marriage. I'm like, it's not a big deal. You're probably putting your virginity and, like, your body count as a, as, on, like, a pedestal, and, like, it's a trophy for you. Like, you need to stop thinking like that. I know men need to stop thinking like that, because we see women as prizes and objects, which we should not do, because women are great. And, because um, women give blowjobs. I mean, men do too, but I would rather get one from a woman. That's why I think women are great. So, um, so first, figure out your birth control situation because it sounds like you don't know fucking anything about that. Um, you you should probably just like oh the only method that that we know of in my neighborhood is the pull out method, and then it's like guys like but I want a warm place to come and anyway so yeah you you really you know you're comfortable with him, uh, you gotta stop thinking of sex so highly I guess in your head, and it's like, what if we don't end up together, what, I don't, what if I regret one day having sex with you, I'm like, you probably shouldn't be with him, to begin with, honestly, you're gonna regret fucking shit, because a lot of times you can think about, like, your exes, and you're like, you know what, it didn't work out, but we had some good times together, but maybe you don't like them, maybe you do, and maybe you should put out, but you're giving them blowjobs, so at least you're kind of cool there, um, I think that's all I'm gonna have to say on that, because I don't know where else I'm going. Okay. Ooh, it looks like we're on our last question for the evening, folks. So don't worry. We're almost done with this shit. Uh, Girl says she has no feelings for me, but acts weird.
1: Congratulations. You played yourself.
0: Basically, this girl is a friend of a friend. We started hanging out together, and as soon as she found out, I am a lesbian. I am super feminine, and it isn't noticeable. Uh, She started flirting with me, like, seriously. She chased me the same way straight guys chase girls. I always turned her down, didn't pay much attention to it because she's straight, and I've had lots of straight girls mess with me even though I was indeed attracted to her. Finally, I did end up giving in when she kissed me. I didn't push her away. We hook up. She immediately tells me this is just physical fun for her, nothing more. I tell her I'm okay with that. I notify her. I plan on doing my thing, and she can do her thing. We agree. The issue is that she literally seems to not be okay with me seeing other girls. She has tried to sabotage my dates when she got the chance, going on my phone and writing that I have a girlfriend to the person acting like my girlfriend when we go out and I talk to girls, etc. I confronted her multiple times in this, this, and she just says she's joking. She doesn't actually care about my life. She does that to mess with me. Uh, we have been sleeping together for three months, but to, but days ago, days ago, I ended up. I ended that because she wouldn't stop interfering with my life. When I told her in person my decision, she screened at me and through my phone and said, I use people and then throw them away, which is absolutely not true. I asked her, she has feelings for me and else I, or else can this behavior. She said, I am totally crazy and self-absorbed to think that. It was the first time I ever asked that, and I did because she wasn't acting the right way. Anyway, she literally murdered me with words saying my ego is too big and that she has zero feelings for me. Uh, she blocked me on all social media, but then today she reached out again and asked me to come over, probably to sleep together. What exactly should I do here? If she has no feelings for me, why is she acting like that? I mean, I only thought men thought didn't, didn't notice this shit, but apparently... Women have the same problem. She does have feelings for you, dude. Bro, daddy. I've been using, like, I, I don't know if i mentioned this, but I've been using daddy as a gender neutral term. So, um, she does have feelings for you. Um, it started out, I think it, she did at first. So, she says she's straight. So, I'm going to make an educated guess. Uh, hypothetically, I'm going to go Ben Shapiro. But hypothetically, she is uh, a straight girl. But even though she's flirting with you, the same way guys flirt with women. Hypothetically, of course. And she hooks up with you, but she says it's just physical. Hypothetically. <laughs> I can't do this anymore. Um, uh, what I will say, when to fucking sound like, yeah, she definitely has feelings for you. Uh, she, she's, she says she's straight, and so I'm assuming she didn't fully understand her sexuality, but what did find you attractive. Um... So I guess she wanted to hook up, but she didn't want to be in a relationship because in her mind, she probably was like, you know, I can hook up with her. But that doesn't make me a lesbian or bisexual or gay or whatever, you know, whatever, you know, like we can hook up, but it's not a problem. And then she got feelings. She she got them big, got them big old feelings. Congratulations. You played yourself. She caught the big old feelings, and now guess what? What up? Because you don't want her in her life anymore. Um, I don't know. If she, I think she she may want a relationship with you, but I don't think she, she's in denial of herself. All, all I have to say in this situation, I do think she's still having problems with her sexuality or questioning it in some way. I'll say because she started hooking up, and I guess she likes hooking up with you. So, but she's still not probably coming out as like, I'm bisexual, I'm a lesbian, blah, 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 Uh, whatever. But she's denying it, but now she has feelings for you and could actually see her being an item with you. And uh, she does not know what to do because she, I don't think she understands her sexuality. Which, I mean, you can't, it's hard to figure that shit out, but now you're caught in the middle of it. Um. Yeah. All I have to say is like, well, you're acting. I, I think I had to tell a girl once. I'm like, are you mad at me or something? And she's like, no, why? And she had a boyfriend or whatever. And I was like, well, cause you're kind of acting like a crazy girlfriend and we're not dating and you have a boyfriend. So unless you want to leave your boyfriend, um, and you want to hook, want to like, want to try out, um, uh, you might need to stop that shit. So, um, maybe tell her like, look, I don't have feelings for you. So you gotta figure your shit out before you move further. Because one night stands don't really work out if someone has feelings for the like other person. Hey little girl, is your daddy home? daddy? go and leave you all alone? Oh yeah. I got a bad desire. Oh, oh, I'm on fire. So, with all that being said, everyone, this that's the end of the episode. Thank you for listening to this episode of Cancel Shweezy. Uh It means the world to me that you finished the episode today. Um, if you have any questions or comments or concerns, you can always email the shwagcast.gmail.com. at gmail.com. more than happy to help you with any of your problems there. Uh, you can also follow me on music places like Spotify, Apple, Tidal, uh, Amazon, YouTube, uh, it's at the Sweezy. no, no, it's shwe- under Sweezy, and all my music, Rider Die Volume 2 is out now, along with a cover of It's Gonna Be May, by, uh, cover by NSYNC, I have Rider Die Volume 1, an EP King, uh, Single Ocean, all that shit, that's all my music, and then now, all my social medias are now at the shweezy, where you can go follow me, and, uh, you know, just see what I'm up to, see the shit I'm doing, like, when my mom and dad are in town, or when I do other shit, and, uh, like that and that's great and i notify you when i go live on twitch every thursday and sometimes mondays uh where i play video games and say funny shit all the time and you can even financially support me on patreon along with twitch as well great way for you to say thank you for being a friend and with all that being said i am going to leave this shit now um that being said uh honk if you love butt drugs and stay awesome
1: Hashtag pray for Micah.
0: Hey, you just finished a full episode of Cancel Sweezy. Thank you so much for uh, finishing the full episode. You made it this far, and I am super proud of you. Uh, If you want to support the show even further, we do have a Patreon page where you can financially support the show, keep us going financially, and uh, being one of the top-ranking smoke lords that I know that you can be. And uh, thank you so much. Make sure you like and subscribe this video if you're watching on YouTube or if you're listening to the audio. Make sure you subscribe and leave a review wherever you're listening to the podcast. Thank you so much. And uh, like I said before, stay awesome.